everyone, welcome to the Beyond Purpose podcast. As you all know, my name is Brittany and I'm really excited for this episode because it is one of the interviews I've been waiting for. It's with someone that's very, very special to me. She, I actually call her mom, but she's my spiritual mother and her name is actually Shar Sese. You want to tell us a little bit about yourself, mom? Sure. Where shall I start? Um... Brittany and I met a while ago um, through the Dr. Monroe Network and through visits to Naples, got to know her a little bit better, and um, that's kind of how I became mom, and um, we live in Michigan. I'm married to Carlos Cece, for those of you who don't know. We have, yep, Poppy. We have five kids, all adults, all at various stages of life. And um, I work for the local unit of government here, um, doing administrative services for our community center and um, writing grants and helping people where I can. That's what I love to do. So it's a little bit about me. Yes. Uh, I would say it, but I don't know enough to really give you all the accolades that you need. Just still learning. She's been mom for about a year and a half-ish, more like a year. So it's been interesting getting to know and understand all the things that you guys do and the impact that you guys make. And guys, this trip I got to know their love story. <laughs> it was really exciting. But anyways, down to business. This interview, the topic is one of my most favorite, at least right now. Mm-hmm. It's from the book, The Purpose and Power of Authority from Dr. Miles Monroe. I suggest you guys definitely read this book. But I had been reading it and talking to mom about it, and I don't know, I was just like, we need to do an interview. We need to talk about this. (laughs) So I wrote up some questions for you guys that I thought, or at least I wanted to know the answer to, and I figured all of us probably would. And why not get it from a mom's perspective? So mom, how would you describe personal authority? To me, personal your personal authority is really releasing yourself to be who you truly are. Um, authority, I think, in the world's perspective is seen as a negative. But in the kingdom, it's not. It's a, it's a positive. And uh, we all have a personal authority. We don't all recognize it. Or maybe we recognize it at different times and seasons in our life. I'm a, I'm a person who found uh, my personal authority a little bit later in life. Um, but that's okay. I found it. And um, it's authority that's, you know, it's not a controlling type of thing. Absolutely. So, guys, check it out. Personal authority is not what you typically think of it is. Mm-hmm. That's what she's saying. Exactly. Keep that in mind through the whole interview. So why do you think it's so fundamental for life to know our personal authority? Well, I think until you really know your personal authority, you don't really know who you are. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think you can really live out your life the way God intended it to be until you really know your true authority. Um, I can honestly say that... um, when you understand your true authority, you you make your entire life decisions on those things. 
and you choose your friends based on your authority. You choose the things that you're going to get involved in or, or release yourself from. And uh, I can honestly say that I learned of my true authority. I was in my 40s, actually. And I was having a, not a midlife crisis, but I was having a, a, an identity crisis. Um, our youngest was a junior in high school. And um, I was really wrestling with my identity because being a mom and being a wife were like my two major focuses. I, you know, I'm a different generation and, and raising my children was, was the priority for me when I had them. And um, the first conference that I got to go to in the Bahamas, as everyone knows who gets to sit under Dr. Monroe or who got to sit underneath him and his teachings, um, just the things that he said hit home to me. It was like he was speaking to me personally about, you know, the next phase of my life. And um, I had said to myself after that conference, well, you know what, there's, there's still more that I have to do. All that I invested in my kids, I still have to invest. God gave me everything that I have inside of me, but for myself as a mom, I invested first in my family. And now that my family was growing and, and the needs of the family were changing, I could still make those investments in other people. And um, when I really started to realize who I was, um, I went back to school. I finished my college degree that I'd started, you know, 25 years earlier. Um, in a year and a half, finished a bachelor's degree program. And once I started to identify with my true self, then it was like doors just continued to open that I don't think would have been open before because I wasn't, I wasn't confident. And when I became the person that I was intended to be, I was always that person, but I didn't understand it to the same degree that I do today. And so therefore I was able to develop myself, do the things that I needed to do. I didn't need the degree. The degree wasn't for me. It was for man because everything was already inside of me. But in order to move forward in, in the things of the world, I needed that piece of paper that said she has a bachelor's degree. And within a short period of time, um, after finishing that, someone retired in the organization, and um, I said to myself, oh, I had the confidence. You know, I finally had the confidence to go, I can do that. And so I applied um, for the position. There were many other internal candidates for it, and I was the one that selected, was selected for it. And I don't think if I, if I hadn't ever had that identity crisis, I, I still think I would be today trying to figure it out. And um, I, I wouldn't want to be that person who hadn't figured it out. Yeah. So now that you have stepped into your own, how do you actively live in your personal authority every day? Well, I think once you figure your, you know, figure it all out, you recognize that your personal authority isn't just for you. And so when I'm operating in my true self, I'm not going to compete with you. Um, I'm not going to do things that would undermine 
myself or other people. Um, I will I, I'll be in a position where I can actually encourage other people to be their true self. And maybe they don't have any idea of what that is. I, I mean, I have the opportunity in my work to um, manage a small staff in, in the winter season, but in the summer I have about 24 young adults to older teenagers that I get to work with. And it's really one of the most challenging and one of the most fun parts of my work. But um, trying to help them identify within themselves, you know, I try to get to know them, try to help them figure out where they're at on that spectrum of personal authority. But I do think that it, it absolutely drives everything that I do. I know when I started to walk down that, that path of my own personal authority, I had the freedom to let go of, of certain things. Um, because I am a very passionate person about people, um, I was involved in various nonprofit boards and, and organizations, but after figuring out who I was, I didn't have to um, stay on some of those boards and commissions that weren't um, feeding who I was or where perhaps um, I wasn't able to make a difference because of the structure of the organization. Maybe they didn't want to move forward or whatever. And so there was a release in that. And um, I'm very intentional about what I choose to get involved with now that I know who I am, whose I am to a greater degree, and where my area of influence is. And that's what, that's what that authority is. And I know for myself, um, and Brittany will tell you this because I, I say this to her all the time, because I don't, I'm very uncomfortable doing these kinds of things. I, I'm like the mom person. I like to be behind the scenes. Um, and that's where I'm most comfortable, but I also know that that's where I have the most impact. So I'm very relational, and um, I, I know that, that God has given me the, the gift of encouragement. That's something that is just a part of who I am in every aspect of, of my life, and that has, um, that has authority when you come into the room. I work in government, so people are always so mistrusting of government, and... Um, and so I work really hard at uh, being the team player and bringing people together and maybe things that um, don't seem like they can work out. I, I, know, I know the God that I serve, and I know that I have dominion and authority where he's given it to me. And when I use that authority for his kingdom, uh, it always works out. And, you know, I, I will hear things from... Um, my boss's boss from a hierarchy perspective. And, and he will be like, how in the world? You know, I tried to do that and, and that and that for years, and, and you just came in and, you know, you made that all happen. And I'm like, yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> it was just me working where I'm supposed to be working. And when you do that, um, it creates, I don't know, like this synergistic mm. energy that's not containable. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a really good way to put it, Mom. And so you would say that your authority kind of affects your whole life by bringing a sense of freedom and a synergistic or a way of collecting everything in life. 
where it's supposed to be, aligning it, mm-hmm. where it's supposed to be. Yep. So your steps are ordered, and you have the freedom to step in those orders. Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. And the sooner you figure that out in life, the better. The, better. the more fulfilled you are, um, the less frustration you have. And um, I, I feel like I've always walked in it in some degree to some, to some level, but I know it now without a shadow of a doubt. You know, I, I have confidence. Some people might say, you know, that you, you are arrogant when you have that kind of confidence, but it's not like that at all because what you're, what you're doing isn't for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's for, it's for the world at large. And, um, and when you operate in your authority, you, you can't help but have success. It's just a, it's just a natural byproduct. <laughs> Absolutely. That's awesome. Um, so the world is looking for this authenticity, the vulnerability um, that we're talking about and how people can be real, raw, and genuine in all of their life as well as in leadership. How do you think personal authority will play a role in establishing well, I think when you're not, you're not living your true self, you're really living a lie. Mm. And I think especially, you know, when you're younger, right, you're always trying to figure things out. And, and maybe depending on how you've grown up, maybe you've not had anybody that had wisdom or discernment to be able to share. Maybe you've had people who've had influence in your life who maybe shouldn't have been sharing maybe um, distorted the, um, the truth about who you really were just because of their own distortions. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think until you figure out who you truly are, you can't, you can't live authentically yeah. and with truth. It's true. I mean, there's so much around the world that, you know, they're trying to solve problems and, you know, everyone's, there's so many problems and everyone's yes. trying to solve them. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're looking for the leaders of today to do it. And then the complaint is that they're, you know, the leaders of today, or at least I've heard, are not real, they're not genuine, mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're liars, they're not living up to the position that they hold. Mm-hmm. But until personal authority is established or dis- rediscovered and then reestablished, you know, that real realness, the vulnerability that we're all looking for isn't going to exist or no, show itself. It can't. Yeah. I mean, so it's a huge role because until we discover ourselves, till we discover the ordered steps, the mandate that we're given, we can't be real or authentic. We can't, and we can't keep it for ourselves either. You know, you can have people who identify their giftedness and, you know, maybe become a very successful business person and are living out, you know, principles of the kingdom, but it has to go beyond that. Yeah. It has to go beyond, okay, so how, how does my, what, what I've been given, how am I able to use it for the world? And it depends on what your world is, right? Some people, you may be the little old lady who can't get out of her house anymore, but you could write a letter to a service person to encourage them. Mm-hmm. You know, you may be blind and be a crazy prayer warrior, you know, for other people. Um, but it's always, 
it's always got to lead you to other people, not just yourself. And I think that's so such a big deal today, right? In our corrupt politics and our corrupt leadership. Um, and it's not everywhere. There are good leaders. Mm -hmm. There are good leaders in some places. And, um, and it's up to us individually to make sure that we're doing the right thing the way that we're supposed to so that um, we can be seen as someone who's authentic. Mm -hmm. So the question of the day is, who are you being real or authentic for? Is it for you or for others? It's for others. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's twofold because you, you have to be true to what God created you to be. Yeah. And, um, and then once you do that, you can't help, but you, ju you really cannot contain it for yourself. It's just impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. So true. So true. So how does overall authority not just personal authority, but authority in general, affect your, your life? Well, that's a really interesting question. And since, you know, since um, learning about the kingdom, and I still feel like I'm a baby in my learning with all of this, but um, in, my, in my government job, it's really interesting to see how um, authorities are and, and why they exist because there's all types of authority, right? There's the ultimate authority, which is our, our God and our creator. And then there's our personal authority. But there are also other authorities. And in Romans 13, um, the Bible says, Every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. So that can be anything. That can be your government authority that you work under or live under. It could be your parental authorities. It could be your teacher at school. So there's authorities everywhere in our life. Um, you know, the stop sign is an authority. Yeah. It's a law. And if you, if you disobey that law, there are consequences for disobeying that law. So law is, is it's in... It's everywhere because it's a natural part of, of order mm -hmm. in the kingdom of God. And we, we need it. We all need it. <laughs> um, sometimes, you know, we go through stages of rebellion. Um, but all law is there for our protection and to make our life better, not to be punitive. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean... So catch that, guys. All law is important. <laughs> so what do you think is the key to living your personal authority? The key to living your personal authority is just getting in line with your true self. And, you know, seeking that earlier as, as we grow and we learn, we um, understand you know, maybe things differently. Like I think about, um, I think about everything from a maternal perspective. So that's just who I am. So I think about how I was raised and what my parents could provide me with, not monetarily, but, um, you know, in the way that we grew up. And um, I feel like what I longed for in my parents' role in my life is different than what I received. Not, 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 in anything bad, but just they only knew themselves to a certain degree, right? Mm -hmm. And so then 
as I've grown and discovered who I am, that has given me more opportunity to, to be able to invest in my children and be able to give them more than I received. And then I can see now that they're all adults and, you know, thinking marriage and, you know, children in the future, I think about, okay, what am I going to do different as a grandma towards my grandchildren? I'll tell you what, I have learned so much more and I will, my, my grandchildren won't know what hit them because I'm in a different place of authority and I have a different understanding of that authority that um, that I'm going to be able to impact the next generation, and then and I hope that that investment will then just you know keep paying off, generation after generation. Yeah, I'm excited that my kids get to be your grandkids. That's someday. awesome. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Can never have too many people to love. No, not at all. <laughs> so with that, that's a perfect segue to the next question. How has your journey rediscovering your personal authority been for you? Like what, you know, how has it been discovering your identity? It's been really exciting. Um, you know, I, I don't live life with regret, um, but I do sometimes think about what if I'd known, you know, what if I'd taken cues? What if I'd, you know, I can remember my mom saying to me, you know, ever since you were little, you always fought for the underdog. Well, that is like still to this day. Oh, I hate injustice. I fight against it. Um, I, I try to make it right in the world wherever I can, wherever I have that area of influence where I'm at. And um, I just, if, if I discovered some things earlier on, but again, not, not to live with regrets. Everybody develops at their own personal pace. And so I think one thing that we do in our humanness is we look at people and we we don't see the finished product. God does. And um, I think that it's really important not to give up on people because um, because we can't see the end result. And we just have to keep doing our part. And, um, and then the same holds true for ourselves. You know, we are responsible for how, how far we develop. We're in total control of that. Mm -hmm. That is so good. So during the journey, what has encouraged you when you've had to experience self-doubt? Well, um, again, I think, you know, as we mature and learn more, I, I don't struggle with that anymore. I used to. Um, I used to be um, a different person than I am today, and um, I know whose I am. I know what I was created to be and do, and I wake up every morning. I mean, I'm the type of person that people are like, you're happy all the time. <laughs> you know, i like, yeah, I can't help it. <laughs> but it's not happy, it's joy, right? Mm -hmm. I have joy, and, um, and I think when you have struggles, sometimes... Um, Sometimes I think you forget to exercise your authority. Sometimes, you know, if you have, maybe you have a frustrating coworker or, you know, a challenging situation or, you know, an unsurmounting task that you have to accomplish. Um, don't forget you have dominion on the earth and so take it. Um, and, and just don't let um, the world systems play into 
you know, into this thing called life because um, they don't have any power over you. Um, not in your, not in your person, not in um, the things that you do. And um, so I, I can honestly say I don't struggle with that anymore. But that's been a growth process. <laughs> there is a psychologist, a famous psychologist that I learned about in college. Mm -hmm. He's not one of my favorite people. Yep. But one of his statements kind of hit me. Actually, while I was reading this book, mm -hmm. it was more prevalent. But he once said that there is no greatness where there is not simplicity, goodness, and truth. Has living in your personal authority brought you simplicity, goodness, and truth? Well, I think absolutely. I mean, truth is is everything that that we need in life. And, you know, if you think about the fruit of the Spirit... It's all, it's everything that we need. Mm -hmm. So even though he doesn't realize, maybe from the same perspective that we realize, um, my truth is real and it, it simplifies everything in life. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so true because we're all looking for something that, you know, the, the golden path per se mm -hmm. or... You know, the perfect life, perfect world. You know, Dr. Miles put it this way. There's three things in life that everyone is searching for. Utopia, purpose, and meaning mm -hmm. in life. And Leo Tolstoy, which is the psychologist. I don't know if I said his yes, name. Yes. Give credit where credit's due. Um, kind of put it in that same way. We're all trying to, to live greatness. Mm -hmm. But in order for that greatness to happen, we need life to be simple, to be full of goodness and truth. And when I was reading this this book, The Purpose and Power of Authority, and then I read that, that quote, I was like, wow, God created the earth in a simple format. Mm -hmm. Literally spoke it. Yes. And at the end called it good mm -hmm. and that it was true. Yep. So if we just li live and abide by the simplicity that he created, and he even called it good and he's God, and then establish truth inside of it, what more would we need? Nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And your personal authority, my personal authority, all the, the listeners' personal authority is part of that goodness and simplicity of, and truth that yes. God established on the earth. It is. It's that simple. We complicate things. Yeah, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my favorite questions is what are the top three things that you would want to share or impart to the next generation and why? Well, I think the three things that I would say and why are you're unique. Mm -hmm. um, there isn't anybody on the earth like you. Your personal stamp is needed in the world. Um, you're important. You know, I think it's so important, again, as I come from the parenting perspective, to um, build others up especially in the home. You know, it's, it's my job to help shape um, the future of the family. And um, some people just don't have that in their natural physical family. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's important for people to know you are important, you are valuable, and you are needed mm -hmm. in the world. And you're essential 
to what's happening now or you wouldn't have been born when you were born from you know the egg and the sperm that joined it was on purpose Mm -hmm. that God created you with whomever he created you through and I think that um the next generation needs to understand that. And until they understand their value, they won't find their authentic self and they won't live out who God created them to be. And um, that's something that I think every single person, um, I don't care if you're 98, if you're still breathing and you haven't figured it out, there's still time. Mm to figure it out. So I think those would be the three things that I would want people to know. And the why is because life's not worth living if you don't know all those things to to just live aimlessly and live for yourself and um, not live to, as Dr. Monroe said, to die empty. You want to be able to live life to the fullest and, and that living your true self is doing that, I think. Yeah, I would agree. (laughs) And the last question for the interview is, the millennials have a saying, Mm -hmm. and it's the struggle is real, Mm -hmm. Um, which I don't mean to say that that's not real, because it is real, guys. I'm there with you. (laughs) The struggle is real. How does discovering and living out your personal authority play a role in overcoming the struggle? Well... Interestingly enough, I have millennial children, so I watch the struggle. (laughs) So I see that it's real in their life, the way that they see things. And I think that um, it's so important, again, to help redirect, right? It's your role changes in life with your children. And even though there's adult, they're adults and, and whatnot, there's still truth to be able to be spoken. And um, I think it's really important that you keep just sharing and, and redirecting about what's real mm-hmm. and not what about society says. Um, I just find, I find that there's so much opportunity in life right now for everyone. And um, when I when I come across the millennial generation, you know, just getting to understand where, where they're at and what, what their thought processes are, and then maybe challenge some of those thought processes, um, to get them thinking in a different direction, um, I think is really, really important. And that opportunity presents itself, right? That's just one of those things that when you know, when you're working in your, in your, you know, your true self, those opportunities arise all the time, whether they're in the home or out in the in the workplace, in the community or whatever. So, you know, helping them figure out what that what that personal authority is for themselves and where do they see themselves from now, getting them to think about, you know, that dream. What did they used to dream about? And I'll bring back around to like some of the young uh, young people that I get to supervise. I, you know, I, I know that I'm supervising them in a job that's not their destiny. You know, it's just a summer job. 
But in that summer job, you can tell kids who get frustrated easily. You can tell when, you know, maybe somebody's not motivated to do something. But that opens up a door of opportunity so that you can maybe, you know, show them what's required, you know, in the job. Because we, we all have authority that we have to submit <laughs> to. But also then to engage and to get to know them and not to lump them all into one, you know, one identity and just to, to help them, you know, try to figure it out and at least maybe just plant a seed. Um, so I don't know. That's a long answer to that question. No, it's perfect. <laughs> could keep going if you want. Hello. Uh, so this has been an awesome interview. Um, I was so excited about it. I was texting her probably like every day for the past two weeks. Mom, I'm so excited. Um, and I finally sent the questions and... She was like, phew. <laughs> <laughs> I can prepare. <laughs> but thank you so much, Mom. It, it's been amazing staying here and spending time with you guys. It's um, been great. Yeah. And then even more of a blessing and an honor to get to interview you and you be on the podcast as well as Poppy. Mm-hmm. I might have to get Tanner on here. Yeah, let's see if you can do that. Before you go, right? Yeah. About less than, I don't know. 24 hours. Yeah. But thank you so much, Mom. You're welcome. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And send in questions if you have any. Maybe we'll go to part two. There we go. Yeah. Always remember to live on purpose, be on purpose, with purpose, and for purpose. Love you guys. Peace out. Peace out.